Yo, what up, guys? Jadak here, and today I just wanted to read off some of the things on my Christmas list. Um, you know, it's about that time of year, so let's get right into it. Number one, PS5. Um, that's on a lot of people's list, so skip right over it. Um, number two, happiness. Should we start ordering for Uber Eats now? like some Korean. I've never done Korean if it's not like at a Korean barbecue place. What if we just lit a fire right here in the middle of your living room and just... Do you like sushi? Oh, you just don't like pokey, right? I'd be down for sushi. Thanks. Have a good one. Damn, that smells bomb. Well, dig in. What's up, guys? Tom here. I just wanted to say hey really quick while Gino finishes his Nagira Zushi. Welcome to the question episode. Eh, long story short, we had friends that loved the podcast reach out and ask us questions that they'd always wanted answers to. You can get to, you can see how well you know us. Fair warning, some of the answers are going to shock you. So enjoy, and if you have a good time, go ahead and hit the subscribe button by the end of the episode. It would really mean a lot to me and Gene. Up, oh, looks like we're just finishing up those rolls now. Oh! I'm singing the, the alien ant farm version. Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Are you okay, Annie? And just like the movies. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? So what's up? What's up with you? Not much. I got a question. You ever thought what it would be like to ride in a fire engine? <laughs> uh, nah. That'd be kind of a fun, like, uh, like if you had a like some throwaway, like, Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes, it'd be kind of sick to ride around in a fire truck, like, to be able to, like, hang out the window while they're, like, barreling up the street, wear yep. a big, fun fireman hat, big... Um, big fireman jacket and fireman pants. See if you could even fit those little feet into those fireman boots. I could honestly see an experience like that becoming like, imagine how sick it would be if like you and five of your buddies got to rent the experience of putting out a fire, like the new escape room type of thing. Well, without further ado, let's hit the phones. Dig in. You've got tons of fans over here in the Netherlands. We did have one question, though. What is another sound you would replace the sound of helicopters with? What would I change the sound of a helicopter with? Hmm. That's a good question. I thought we would avoid the hardball ones, but... Yeah, I was not prepared for this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe just like like little kiss noises, you know? 
maybe it would help criminals not want to like run away. Like maybe the helicopter sound is like intimidating. But if they heard like little, come yeah. here, come here. Yeah. Or they think, is my girlfriend up there? Only she would be blowing me this many kisses. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if the sound of a helicopter was the sound of like cows coming back to the run for the night. Just a hoof stomping with a bunch of cows going, moo, moo. Could it be a song? It could be whatever. I mean, it would be great if it was that song we love. You know, North the, Carolina, go on and stand up, take your shirt off, go on and spin it, like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> we replaced the sound of helicopters <laughs> with the Petey Pablo song. I was thinking that uh, a song where it's like, us, 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 us. the one that's like, uh, North Carolina. Oh, no, no, no. What is that song? I don't even remember what it was called. I would never be able to hit that high note. Like that's like, bro, you could try as hard as you can. You you're like your vocal cord would snap in half. If you try like try to that's try why to he's a star. You know how high that note is. Try to hit it right now with You know how high that note is, right? <laughs> <laughs> try to hit it. Try to do the blah blah blah, blah and hit that note. <laughs> Not even like halfway up the register. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. <laughs> Montage of you training at home month. every single day. I think it'd be sick to be a squirrel. <laughs> I think squirrels look like they have a lot of fun. Like, it seems like they're always chasing tail. <laughs> and they're always, like, jumping from tree to tree. I think I'd probably be the WB frog. <laughs> I would be the uh, Tasmanian devil. That would be so sick if, uh, if those animals from the old Looney Tunes and shit were actual Hollywood royalty and shit. Like, you'd still see, like... Uh, so wait, are you saying that it would be sick if, <laughs> if cartoons were real? That's <laughs> all, folks. Hey guys, it's Monzi from Not Safe for Your Boyfriend. 
First off, the girlies over here absolutely love the show. It's the second funniest thing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, along with the other four platforms where your show is available. Obviously, not safe for your boyfriend is the funniest. I did have one question, though. Did either of you ever collect trading cards? Uh, when I was younger, fourth grade to be exact, I started going to Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, and uh, they were all basically what you'd expect a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament to be A lot of chicks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chicks, a lot of house music. A lot music. of drugs. <laughs> yeah. When I started to do this, my mom would have to drive me like 45 minutes away, but she got a kick out of it because this was still like the era when like fast food was still like kind of sick. Like it wasn't like, ew. So my mom would like basically be like, no, nah, like I have a good time. I get to get Pollo Loco when I'm out there. <laughs> you know? Like, Pollo Loco? Yeah, Pollo Loco. <laughs> and I'd be playing with like old like plumbers and stuff like dudes in their like 30s 40s like it wasn't just like fourth graders (laughs) like i would be sitting down in the big chair across the table from like a 35 year old plumber uh one time i traded this kid at my school uh like a pokemon card yeah and uh i remember i got a call at my house at like 9 30 p.m from his mom talking to my mom and she's like adam needs to speak to you and i took the took the phone and adam was just bawling crying being like we gotta trade back i i regret it i didn't know what i had when i gave you that card but i missed the card so much he's pacing around in his room smoking a cigarette thinking about how he threw his whole life down the drain (laughs) (laughs) fuck how could i have done that my whole life savings that was the down payment on my home It's like uncut gems, but uh, Pokemon trading cards. Right. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I've told you the word. I, I I was given like the biggest raw deal trade when I was such a kid. This kid when next I, door. When you were such a kid? Was, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I was such a kid at the time. But yeah. I grew up after that. I wasn't a kid anymore. Basically, I was like in love with my, I mean, I like thought this dude next door was like, super cool i was like four or five and he was like 13 his name was cameron have i told you this you have but it's funny because i mean i also had a friend next door who was like 13 and i was five i only found out later that this dude was like very autistic so there was like a reason why he wanted to kick it with me so bad he just didn't know how to interact with people his age yeah (laughs) (laughs) i always thought that was like ended up being kind of sad in retrospect I do kind of think the same way because like like you said like I would like straight up like hang out with this dude. And I remember yeah. when I was like 13, I wasn't like hanging out with no, 5 yeah, year olds. Yeah, no way. And then I grew up and this guy never left. It's like he still lived with his parents even though he was 30 and I would be coming home, you know, for like win- the like a winter break or something and be like shooting hoops shirtless in the front yard doing push-ups and shit. <laughs> and then see this guy still living with his parents. Not ripped, shirt on, <laughs> shirted. He hadn't grown up at all. <laughs> yeah, but dude, this Cameron kid, I fucking like worshipped him. I told everybody that my name was Cameron. That's how into him I was. I was people would be like, "Hey, Gino," and I'd be like, "Nah, it's Cameron." Yeah, he told me that he would be my best friend and 
give me a Barney Rubble trading card for... <laughs> they had Barney Rubble trading cards? How many versions of Barney are there to trade? Well, it was like a I promotion. It was a promotional trading card for Viva Rock Vegas. But yeah, I gave this full, uh, this like uh, a Michael Jordan rookie card that my grandpa had given me for my birthday. Yeah, that sounds like it's worth way more than the Barney Rubble card. Yeah. Well, the next day I went over to Cameron and go, hey, I'm ready to cash in on that deal. Let's be best friends. And never saw him again. Wow. <laughs> Guess that sound. I'm going to say foreign children. Nah, that one's the sound of a turtle eating poop. Is a video that's got 153 views on YouTube. It's just called, the video is just called turtle eating poop. And the, the caption is also just turtle eating poop. There's one comment and it says, why film this? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit's hella funny. When I found that, uh, I thought what was funnier is the related video is called Best Beginner Turtles. Which turtle is best for me? And it's posted by the turtle girl. <laughs> Which turtle is best for me? To find like a turtle that fits your like personality profile. The dating site for turtles, for you to purchase turtles. I used to think it would be a really sick idea for a show called like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tutors. You know how they have emotional support dogs? Yeah. That they bring to like uh like the veterans home or like uh, retirement communities just to brighten people's spirits, uh-huh. or like they bring them into like the cancer ward at the hospital, if instead of dogs they just brought turtles. <laughs> it brings everyone's spirits way down. Way down. <laughs> just pull the plug. Yeah, just- <laughs> One thing that kind of keeps me going. <laughs> okay. I'm like constantly thinking about like, you know what? Tomorrow I think I'm going to get a burrito for lunch. And then I don't. But then tomorrow I think, you know what? Tomorrow I think I'm going to get a burrito for lunch. So basically, as long as every day I can think about how tomorrow I'm going to get a burrito, I won't kill myself. <laughs>
have you seen Are We There Yet? Is that Are We There Yet is the one with Ice Cube? Yeah. Or is that with Cedric the Entertainer? Or is it with both? Ooh, no. The one with Cedric the Entertainer is like Cedric the... Entertainer? Yeah. No, wait. No, no, no. Cedric the Generator? <laughs> Cedric, yeah, what do you think C- Cedric was before he was the entertainer? Cedric the hyperventilator? <laughs> Cedric, Cedric the, the defibrillator. <laughs> Cedric the moderator. <laughs> Cedric the instigator. Ooh. Cedric the... Cedric the commiserator. Cedric the alligator? <laughs> Cedric the uh, manipulator. Damn. Cedric the Escalator. Nice. Have you ever heard that theory? I think Aaron told us about it, but that theory about... How you can't be cute and smart? Yeah, boy, was he wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I... <laughs> I feel like I prove him wrong every day. I make a point of proving him wrong every single day of my life. He told me. He told <laughs> us that there's this theory about the band that did that song "Rocky Like a oh, Hurricane." Yeah. That album was actually written by the CIA. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. actually helped like shut down or like helped kind of bridge the gap between w- the Berlin Wall. Or, it's like, all shrouded in mystery. We think maybe the CIA created rock you like a hurricane as a way to make the wall come down turns out the wall didn't like rock and roll music <laughs> so then they got uh then they got what's that david hasselhoff over there yeah and i think that that fool had a lot to do with the wall coming down it's crazy to think like dennis rodman had a lot to do with like uh the wall coming down between america and north, and north korea. korea yeah i mean do you think he really did yeah. or do you think that he was just in that vice documentary no i think he really did I think because he was friends with Trump. I don't I don't really buy that he was the intermediary between Trump and Kim Jong il or Who Oom. else? Who else could have done it? Cedric the uh, negotiator. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so <laughs> Hey boys, it's Tino, aka Big Hoss, uh, aka Expertino. Loving the podcast up here. All my San Francisco Chopper buddies are loving it too. Uh, I just had one question though. What's your favorite Halloween costume? I feel like more more often than not, I'm just always mustard for yeah. Halloween. There was one Halloween when I was Benjamin Franklin for the whole weekend, and I remember seeing Ryan dressed up as Mozart, and I was like, man, I was trying to be Mozart, and the best I could do was Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> that year, I was talking to this chick, and I was like, oh, what, what are you? like? What's your Halloween outfit? Apparently, there was like a moment where Meryl Streep showed up on the red carpet, with her toe sticking out of her shoe. So the girl was dressed up as the toe sticking up out of the shoe. I was like, oh my God, that's like such a specific Halloween costume. <laughs> and then she like lifted up her like 
pant leg a little bit and showed me that she had this huge tattoo of Meryl Streep's toe sticking out of a shoe. What? She showed me her cell phone, and the background of her cell phone was that same picture. But why was it a big moment? Why, why did she decide I still don't know. One time on Halloween, I was like a sophomore in high school, and I was trick-or-treating in this neighborhood. And at the end of the night, when we're like kind of starting to exit the neighborhood, this like group of like older kids rushed up. And threw one of my friends on the ground and started to take all of his candy. It happened so fast. And we're standing right there. And we were just kind of in shock. And then the kids, like, ran away and took my friend's candy. (laughs) (laughs) And that was something that... something to say? (laughs) (laughs) I'm finally clearing the air. And that was something that, like, that was something that, like, stuck with me for a little bit. Because I was like, man, like, I I bitched out. I bitched the fuck out. episodes a couple of times so far and i gotta say it's fucking hilarious guys I, I don't know how you do it you're both so unbelievably talented i'm so proud of you guys i just have one question if you could assemble any five people living or dead for one epic night out together at the club who would your crew be shack you know just a big guy that you know that gets a lot of attention to a squad when you walk in anywhere. Genghis Khan, you want a tough guy just in case anything happens. Maybe the toughest Houdini. Everybody likes magic, mm-hmm. you know. Marco yeah. Polo would be fun in a crowd. Maybe Sinatra. I'd show up with Ronald McDonald, the Burger King King, <laughs> Jack from Jack in the Box, Wendy, and who else? The cow from all the Chick-fil-A billboards. <laughs> the cow just keeps telling everyone to eat more chicken. So if I could go with any five people from history, I would go with Michelangelo, Donatello, with all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It'd be so funny if, uh, I feel like that's like a classic like kind of icebreaker for like a not really like a job interview, but like a social club or something. It's just like, if you could have dinner with one historical figure, dead or alive, dead or alive, who would it be? And I'm like, I don't know, probably the cow from the Chick-fil-A billboards. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one that says, eat more chicken. (laughs) I'd want to pick his brain about some stuff. I 
I don't feel like I really felt like I was getting in serious trouble younger, but I feel like I'm always about to get into serious trouble like nowadays. You know wow. what I mean? Like, you know, I could open like a door and not put hand sanitizer on and I feel like I'm in real big trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I never felt like I was getting in more trouble than when I was getting caught watching porn. You got caught? Like three times. Oh my God. What? I got caught one time when it was my birthday in like fifth grade or something. Me, Tommy, and my other friend Joe Corner. It's kind of a, kind of a hard last name. That is a cool name. Corner. I was like, you guys got to check this shit out. And I'd shown them just like bigboobs.com or like, yeah, like bigboobs, like bigass.com or something. And my mom found <laughs> bigass.com. Like, my mom found bigass or bigboobs.com in like the search bar on Google. That was one of them. You were using their computer or what? I mean, we had one computer. Yeah. Like oh. the family. That, bro, that's like such a thing of the past. The family computer. I know. The it, game with that shit back in the day, if, because I didn't know how to, I'm sure you didn't know how to clear your history back in the day, was like you look up, you like if you looked, if you were on bigass.com, you just go like to a bunch of websites after to just like yeah. bury the, the thing. So one there. time I looked at big, bigass.com. And my mom was out of the house. So I went on Neopets and I was just refreshing the page on Neopets or just clicking from like home profile, home profile over and over and over again, like 200 times until big ass got just pushed all the way to like the nether reaches of like the search thing or like beyond the search bar. And my mom came home and she was like, what's up with all this Neopets? Like, I know that she knew that something was up and I was just like, I'm just playing Neopets. So when else did you get caught? One time me and my homeboy were actually sitting in an office chair, both sitting in the same chair. His legs were under one arm of the office chair. My legs were under the other. And we were looking at cam girls online after his mom had just left to go to the grocery store. And then she came back because she forgot something and saw both of us sitting in the same office chair looking at cam girls. Oh, <laughs> my God. I feel like I went to a super dramatic middle school. I mean, like, emo culture had, like, really taken over yeah like emo kids used to play chicken after school where they would just jump into the major cross street and like stand in front of a car but yeah i had this girlfriend in middle school named annalise the most popular kid at the whole school was like this super emo kid named jeremy and uh i remember i was chilling at home one day and my mom came into my room with the phone and goes there's a kid on the phone named jeremy and i go no way like i was like what the fuck this fool's calling my house i go like i'm all excited i'm like yo what's going on jeremy because he was the most emo kid he was the tightest kid right but i was actually the saddest kid at the school but because i didn't dress like it nobody really cared (laughs) yeah so i get on the phone with him he goes like yeah you know we start talking for a couple seconds then he just kind of cuts to the chase real quick he goes hey you know your girlfriend annalise like can I make her my girlfriend, actually? And I go, um... Let me think about it. (laughs) So I fucking got off the phone with him. I called my best friend at the time, Ruben. Uh, I said, like, Ruben, like, this is the situation. And then he's like, nah, man, you can't just have somebody call your house and say, I'm gonna take your girlfriend. Like, that's whack. And then I go, okay, I'll just tell Jeremy tomorrow that it's no deal. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. 
it's Jeremy? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I don't think you have a choice. Like, Jeremy's the coolest kid at the whole school. I call Jeremy back and I go, hey, Jeremy, like, I'm really sorry, but like, I just, I just think I'm going to keep my girlfriend if that's all right with you. No, no deal. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, man, I'm really, I'm really disappointed to hear that, but okay. You know, I gave you a chance. <laughs> The next morning, I get to school all early. I see Annalise like across the schoolyard, and I look to my right, and I see, I like I see this huge like group of people, and they're all just headed towards Annalise. I mean, he was Jeremy was like Pied Piper at that moment. Like, there's everybody in our grade. There's faculty. Everybody's up just like following Jeremy towards Annalise and he's got this huge bouquet of roses in his hands. So I see that. I start scrambling. I'm looking through my backpack like what can I give her that can compete with that? All I basically have is like a social studies book. So I'm fucking like just still scrambling through my backpack but trying to beat the crowd over to Annalise but by the time I got close it was just too late. I was just lost in this sea of people that was surrounding whatever was going on. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. Annalise! <laughs> no! Just getting sucked into the mouth Bro, of the crowd. Bro, and these people were all fired up for Jeremy. I mean, they're passing around like a volleyball. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they got it's signs. A, they got MTV you. Spring Break crew there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, everybody was rooting for Jeremy to score this chick. And, um... Jeremy's on one knee. He's got this bouquet of flowers. He's standing right in front of Annalise. He goes, Annalise, will you be my girlfriend? Everybody in the crowd's like mumbling to themselves like, what's she going to say? What is she going to say? Say yes. Say yes, Annalise. Say yes. <laughs> and she's thinking about it. She looks down at him. She takes the flowers and she goes, Gino's my boyfriend. She grabs the flowers, throws them to the ground, stomps them out. Everybody's so... The whole crowd just, like, disappointedly <gasps> dispersed. Everybody's just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> like, super over it. I give Annalise this big hug. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much for choosing me. She goes, Gino, what are you talking about? You're my boyfriend. I'm not going to leave you. Like, you think I'm just going to, like, just go with Jeremy because he asked? Like come on man like we, we're in a relationship two periods later she breaks up with me for jeremy that's all folks Love lost is a difficult thing to deal with, but if you love the podcast, take comfort in knowing that we'll never leave you. We'll be back tomorrow to continue recording an ongoing conversation between friends and you too. Bye. Take care. Have a good one. All right. Be good. Cheers. Have fun. See you later. Bye. Bye.